The podcast of this local government meeting is brought to you by Michigan Radio. For more coverage of local government meetings and to find out how you can support this service, go to michiganradio.org. to order the city council regular meeting for Monday, February 28th. Um, I would ask for a roll call, please. Roll call, Mayor Garrett. <laughs> President. President. Cantor. Council Member Jennings. Present. Council Member Kinez. She is here, just stepped yes. out for a moment. And Councilmember Miller. Madam Mayor, you have a quorum. Thank you. I would invite the audience and everyone that's in attendance to do the Pledge of Allegiance. Pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Hey, so we need the approval of the agenda, but it does look like there needs to be some adjustments to the agenda. Um, one, including public comment before, um, and correct me if I'm wrong, but it's before the action request. And then also um, my suggestion is to pull out the but so long invoice under the consent invoice. Yeah, they, there yeah. needs to be approval of the, of the agenda, but I'm just saying in advance, there are two adjustments that needs to be made. I would like to pull a couple things also. Okay. Yes, ma'am. All right, make the motion to add public comment. Um, make motion to pull 5B, uh, 5C, and 5H. Need a second. Can you repeat what you want to remove? I'm sorry. She wants to add a, a public comment before our action items. I'd like to pull out 5B, which is the butts along invoice, 5C, which is the disbursement reports, and 5H, which is the Oakland County communication regarding election results. Oh. Motion. Yes. I mean, second. It's been moved and second. Is there any discussion around that? Hearing none. Roll call, please. Councilmember Jennings. Yes. Mayor Pro Tem Cantor. Yes. Councilmember Panez. Yes. Councilmember Miller. Yes. Mayor Garrett. Yes. Motion to approve agenda as amended. Thank you. Yeah, I'd like to make a motion to. Um, also pull the uh, minutes from uh, the January 4th, January 24th, 2022nd meeting from uh, item 5A. So January 20th. 24th study session. Okay, need a second. Second. It's been moved and second. Is there any discussion around it? There are none. Roll call, please. Mayor Pro Tem Cantor. Yes. Councilmember Kanez. Yes. Councilmember Miller. Yes. Mayor Garrett. Yes. Councilmember Jennings. Yes. Motion approved to agend, uh, amend the agenda. Um, and now under the consent agenda, all items listed under the consent agenda are considered to be routine and not controversial by the city council and will be approved by one motion. There will be no separate uh, discussion. As we already did, we moved items that we need to discuss. So I need someone to uh, give a motion for the consent agenda. I'll make a motion to approve the consent agenda. Need a second. second. It's been moved and second. We'll go straight to roll call, correct? Thank you. No discussion. <laughs> As I just said, right. Councilmember Kanez. Yes. 
Council Member Miller. Yes. Mayor Garrett. Yes. Council Member Jennings. Yes. Mayor Pro Tem Cantor. Yeah. Motion carried. So just to make it clear, right before number six for the action request, we're going to have public comment. So we need to add that in. And for the listening audience, you have the agenda in front of you. Right before we go into the action request, there will be an opportunity for uh, public comment for anything that is not on the agenda. No, anything. Yeah, anything that's on the agenda. I'll get it figured out. Anything that's on the agenda that you'd like to discuss, you do it right before action, the action request. So first thing up is the, what we removed was the but so long invoice. January 24th. January 24th. I'm sorry, go, go first with that. Yeah, so uh, on page five of the agenda packet, just a couple of, of small uh, corrections. Uh, paragraph, uh, section B, second paragraph, uh, refers to Blake Griffin. <laughs> I think that's a basketball yeah, player. Um, Former Piston. Yeah, it should be Michael Griffin. And then uh, in the end of that sentence where it says uh, infrastructure committee member Elaine, in between member and Elaine, it should say Joe Robinson, comma. He, he was the committee, uh, infrastructure committee member. And then on page six, uh, back billing, item H, the end of the second sentence cut off. Uh, too quickly, uh, it should be uh, Pam explained the majority of the list is residential or our residential customers. And that's all I have. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Oh, I just, um, page three under cannabis ordinance ballot discussion. Yeah. It's attorney Baker, not Baker. That's that cold, so it has to stay. Okay, thank you. Anything else for the minutes? Next one will be the butts along invoice. Um, you should do a mayor oh, on each one. Treat them all as separate uh, motions. From oh, okay. Article. So doing the first one. So we have a motion to approve the minutes now. I'll make a motion to approve the January 24th, 2020. Is there a second? Second. Thank you. Um, is there any further discussion regarding it? Hearing none, roll call, please. Mayor Garrett. Yes. Councilmember Jennings. Yes. Mayor Pro Tem Cantor. Yes. Councilmember Canez. Yes. Councilmember Miller. Yes. Motion carried to amendment. Thank you. Minutes. Next one will be the butts along invoice. Um, I pause at this one, looking at the uh, contract that was actually signed and going over that particular contract. Um, I did not see, or in the contract, it said that they would, but so long would provide us with a monthly update of how much we were spending. And from my understanding, there was not a uh, update. So from this was in July, I believe it'll be started in July or no, August. August 26th. And then we got billed in done by September 14th. Done by September 14th, got a bill in October. Correct? That is correct. And we got nothing in between the Two August months. and the October. It wasn't a month. It wasn't yeah. even a month. To, to my knowledge, no, we've not received anything. I've not seen anything either. Okay. And so um my off between that and then also from what I saw that we signed it was only for the $5,000 retainer. Um, we did agree to the hourly rate, but that's when it get a little cloudy for me because it was signed about, we're acknowledging the hourly rate. Yeah, it, it indicates um, it indicates in that document, and I don't know if that's part of this packet or not. Um, Do you happen to have that? I have, a, I have a single copy. I can print, go print more, but here, let me, who would like to see it? Who would you like to see it? Who would like to see it? I have, I oh. have it. So. Mayor, looking at the invoice from Bustle Law, it said that um, for professional services rendered for the period ending September 30, 2021, and then they billed us October 31. They're a month behind in that balance. So technically, we should have gotten a update in uh, updated. Uh, 
billing in September? Yes. I yes. Okay. The let us know. Oh well, yeah, the let us know. I'm sorry. So somebody also wants to get in. Go ahead, Scott. So the the retainer agreement does does uh, represent that their services will be rendered on an hourly basis, uh, which the retainer is just an upfront advance of those hourly services. So I, I don't see um, I don't see any issue with the with the way they're billing. I, I let me rephrase that. I think we've already discussed some of the issues that uh, with how their billing was presented and their lack of communication with it. Um, that the city was approaching and had exceeded that retainer amount, but under their retainer agreement, th their billing is consistent with what their retainer agreement states. So basically, if we don't agree to it today, then they could sue the city for for whatever because if you're saying that it does explain in there that yeah, we've we've agreed to, to compensate butts along for all of their services based on an hourly rate. I personally still had an issue with the fact that we only approved $5,000 um, for it, but anyone else have a discussion with uh, opinion about that? Yeah, I mean, the thing that, I mean, I mean, God, I mean, if we don't pay this, they sue us, we have a chance of money. I mean, you, you may be able to go through and line by line, um, you know, look at the service that was provided and was it a duplicative service? Uh, I think Barb made reference there was a lot of research done, you know, was that time. It's very hard to, to nitpick uh, an attorney's bill because uh, that's just is. But um, so, so I would say that is there some possibility that there might be uh, a reduction of the, the total amount owed by the city, maybe. Would it exceed what has already been discounted? Probably not. Uh, and would the city ultimately be responsible for payment? Yes. That, that, that's my assessment. On fees. And, also and fees, correct. Yeah. So there, there is in there, uh, as part of the terms and conditions, that, that there are fee disputes that they, uh, and they are required to, to pursue collection that the city would be responsible for their actual fees. Which, as we can see, are significantly yeah. higher than. Look like those on the ground. My bad. Um, well, that, I mean, that's my my thing is that I think that, uh, and again, me not having any. Um, law school under my belt, it still looks like it was not explained to us in that. Um, I don't agree with it. That's all I can say. So if anybody has any other discussion, we can take a motion on whether or not we're going to take a motion on that. Well, is this, are we, I guess it's kind of clarification. Are we voting to approve it or is this already been yeah, paid? Well, I'm not understanding why it was in the I don't know why it was in the consent agenda today. It's I don't think that that I was taking it out of the consent agenda because I didn't think that it should have been in the consent agenda. I know that we should have had a discussion behind it. Well, there was it was on the uh, yes. it was on the agenda for discussion, the general agenda, and then there was a special meeting where it was on the agenda to have discussion again with, with Butts along, and there, there was no discussion at that point from council. So my recommendation, because it is it is a uh, account payable that's due to the city, that it be placed on the consent agenda with the disbursement report for payment. And it was in the disbursement report. Right. Yeah. No, it has not yet. That's what I was kind of thinking, yeah. but you know. I so what do we need to do that? Because I didn't think that this was at this at this point, the suggested motion for me would be to direct the city treasurer to disperse disperse that. So like it has to be a motion. That's what I, my point. We're coming back to that. It has to be a motion for it. So who would like to make a motion for it? I will begrudgingly make a motion to pay the plus along the $15,000 fee uh, that's due for services uh, related to the past election. Second. Second. 
motion moved and second. Is there any um, further discussion? Hearing none, roll call, please. Councilmember Miller? Yes. Mayor Garrett? No. Councilmember Jennings? Yes. Mayor Potemkanter? Yes. Councilmember Kanez? Yes. Motion carried. Thank you. The next one up was uh, for the disbursement report. I just have some questions. Uh, page 23, under administration, this is a revenue and expenditure report uh, for elections, it's 339.94% over the budget. Is that, is this reflecting the books along build or yes. what is, is that, is that the only thing or is that the, the additional expenses are in there? The original staff or the additional staff that we had to hire also was that? Yes. Included in there. Okay. Um, page twenty-four under public service. Sidewalk maintenance, two hundred thirty-six point six two percent over but of the budget's been used. Um, what is what what is that? That's the sidewalk program that we've been working on. And that's the bills that went out to collect on that. Oh, so we had to pay it up front and it will be reimbursed, right? Okay. Yeah, we did put some part of the capital improvement bond. We just put some seed money in there to get us started, but we're not using that. We're not, okay. Um, I noticed throughout the packet um, auditing and accounting. We've gone over the budgets and it's, it's listed in multiple areas. What is that about? We have had to bring in, I've had to have some auditors come in and help me with a few things. Um, a couple of reports for year end because um, now, now timing since I'm doing all the financial, the um, all the bank reconciliations, everything that a person below me would do that I do not have. So I'm doing it all. So we, um, and this is back when, um, Cheryl was here and that was approved by Cheryl that I could bring in extra help to get through um, some bank wrecks and things like that. And that was also extra help during the audit time. Okay. Page um, 27 uh, under, this is just traffic controls. Almost four, almost five hundred percent over. What what is the traffic control? What is that charge, and where does the revenue come from? Those are streetlights. There are the um, streetlight traffic controls that we have. And this year there was a bill that we were billed for, and I don't remember the exact amount, but um, they had done some extensive work, and they billed us for it. They divided up between like Southfield, us, and different areas. So. Were those the new arms, or was that the year before? Might have been the new arms. I'm yeah, not that was sure. A grant, I thought that would have been two years ago. I know that we did get a uh, just a hefty bill recently from the traffic control. Okay. From Oakland County. Okay. And then non motor facilities, 240% over budget. What, are, what is non motor facilities under that same section? Great. Usually non-motorized um, is the bike route would be a non-motorized expense. Um, any curbs, sidewalk curbs, um, those are non-motorized um, and those are for handicapped, accessible, things like that. I would have to look to see exactly what was put into that. Okay. And I can get back with you on that one. Okay, thank you. Um, hard with the two-sided. And then on to the check register, page 34. Noticed on here, CLS Continental Linen Service. What is, what are, what are we, 
doing linen service. Linen services are for the towels for cleaning the kitchen. Um, they're also, if we need tablecloths, like the black tablecloths or anything like that, mm -hmm. anything that we do, like with council, if we have a meeting downstairs, we usually have tablecloths on the tables. Okay. That's the linens that we usually get. Okay. And then um, I noticed this a little bit different card member services, which are the credit cards. And um, there's many of those throughout here. And it will, that just says December 2021 statement. And it will say training, but there's a bunch in government operations. Is there um, a detail that's available to see what the breakdown of that is? It would be the credit card. You'd have to look at the credit card statement because we can only put so much in the line item. And that's all we can fit into the line item. So we would have to um, have you look at the whole credit card statement, which is available. Oh, okay. All right, then I, I may do that because some are um, a person and you know that kind of thing. So it's, and some of them are pretty significant. That's it for that. Thank you. I'll make a motion to approve this first report. Is there a second? It's been moved and second. Is there any further discussion? Hearing none, roll call, please. Mayor Garrett? Yes. Councilmember Jennings? Yes. Mayor Pro Tem Cantor? Yeah. Councilmember Canez? Yes. Councilmember Miller? Yes. Okay. And next um, was the Oakland County communication regarding election results. Yes. Um, there was some communication that was included in the packet between uh, the mayor and uh, Mr. Roselle with Oakland County regarding um, some of the election, uh, we'll call them discrepancies. And I just wanted to point out that the the issues are misstated in this email. Um, it was whether or not uh, election law had been violated or um, some of the other things. And the way this was presented, this the question is not what we were what we were looking for. Um, so we just wanted to go over a few things to kind of set this straight because it's. Um, been out there and as I said, it's been misrepresented and misstated. So according to Michigan election law, an affidavit of identity and the nominating petitions must contain the position that a candidate is running for. No changes can be made after the filing deadline. Lathrop's filing deadline was July 20th at four o'clock PM. The Oakland County unofficial candidate list had two candidates for the two year term, Barbara Canez and Bruce Cantor. This was also a candidate for the full term. July 23rd, the Oakland County election site uh, put up the official candidate list. There were two candidates for the two-year term, Barbara Canez and Greg Ruvalo. Bruce Cantor's name was crossed off. This created some questions and some red flags. Barb questioned why Bruce had filed for two terms, and then she asked why Greg Ruvalo's name was appearing on the list three days after the filing deadline when her information appeared on the website within an hour after the filing deadline. There's no response, there were more questions. Um, found out that on July 22nd, past the filing deadline, the county had reached out to the city regarding Mr. Ruvalo's incomplete paperwork. Mr. Ruvalo was contacted and created an alternate affidavit of identity that day. It was sent to the city attorney and he created another alternate affidavit a David of identity, and that was sent to the county. Can we time trip. out right there? Mm -hmm. It was not an affidavit of identity. For about the 20th time, it mm -hmm. was an affidavit, which is a sworn statement, okay? Mm -hmm. So I don't know if you want to put this as like a standard item on every agenda so we could talk about it again well, and again. Well, and again. I, I was just so but surprised we've when, been this, over this when this came. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. This was in the packet, and it's it's wrong, and it was misstated. Technically, it's not wrong because it. It, was, it was explaining why exactly what you're saying is explaining exactly why. No, um, it, I'm still talking. I'm still well, talking. Please. Hello, excuse hello, me, hello, excuse me. Well, I was also going to help with that. So I'm still talking. Mm -hmm. So um, it was the fact that you're talking about why was Greg Rubelo's name, uh, why did it appear on the county's role after the fact? 
Mr. Roselle, who is the director, I'm still talking, the director of elections, the director of elections has stated in his email that this is what happened. And that the fact is that I was hoping that at this point, this could always be squashed. Hence the reason why I put it in the email. And um, just because you're saying that some of the things was not, we're not reporting it correctly, I would have to also say that some of the things that you're saying is not correct. Either. Well, that is not true because I have the notes and I actually, it actually okay. did it. So the Fair question enough. was, did Mr. Ruvalo submit complete paperwork prior to four o'clock PM on July 20th, which Michigan election law requires that the paperwork is complete and that no changes can be made to anything after that filing date. Rather than following a law and disqualifying one candidate, the city attorney insisted that everything was in order. Mayor said she had received lots of <clears throat> emails, texts, and calls regarding all the candidates. The city attorney recommended hiring Butts along to do a thorough review. Okay, let's stay with the letter because it has nothing to do it with how many people. Absolutely Excuse does. me, because we're not going to do this all day, and I know no one here wants to sit and, and hear no. this all recap. I've, but the fact is, we're going. We're not going to go on what who said what said. This is what. This is what. This is what, this is what the director of the election and, and for he has nothing County. to do with it, Kelly. Are you Are you kidding me? Right yeah. now, he's the director. I of also the spoke with him, so I also had some emails that I couldn't. Okay, well then you should have included it. But okay. continue on. But the fact is, the yes, there were numerous people that. Um, okay, ultimately, Butts and Long determined that Mr. Ruvalo had not filed his paperwork on time and that the document the city attorney created was not a replacement. This was the question asked three days after the filing deadline. Now, tonight, we just paid $20,000 to Butts Along. We paid five already. Butts Along's bill was $28,339.50. It was cut down to $20,000. This was money that was totally wasted. When pressed for the names of those that challenged the petitions, it was revealed that there were only two people, Rick Williams, a new Lathrop Village resident as a neighbor of the mayor pro tem, and Mark Watts, a resident and member of the DDA. So yes, city leadership did violate Michigan election law. And on top of that, they wasted taxpayer dollars. We did not um, violate, um, on record, we did not violate election law whatsoever. Um, and um, Changes I, I will say, the city did not violate election law. Our city attorney did not violate election law. It has been um, put into an email saying that. And if there's any other further discussion about it, we can discuss it. Otherwise, I need to have a motion to uh, approve this uh, information. I'll make a motion to. Uh... The, it would be a motion yeah, to accept the accept court it, right accept the, the uh, email from uh, election open county election and then may i add my report and then a second second it's been moved and second is there any further discussion for this particular item hearing none roll call please council member jennings yes mayor pro tem canter yeah council member canaz no council member miller no mayor garrett yes Motion carried. Next on the agenda, we have, uh, I think we got everything covered for that. So we'll be public comment, public comment for anything that is on the agenda. You have three minutes uh, to see. I just wanted to ask about the um, quick fix um, issue. Um, I had an issue with my drain um, culvert that was put on quick fix by somebody else. And when I signed up for the first time Monday, to go on the quick fix to check my um, drain issue. It was closed the Tuesday when I just signed up Monday. And Rami said that he had come to my house, spoke with me, and said it was um, the owner's responsibility to fix the collapsed drain. But if I wanted the city to pay for it, 
they would charge me. And with this was recently? Yes. Is Rami back? Uh, Rami is back as of last, last month. Last Monday. Okay, can you take her address and can you take her address and investigate that please? Well, he did um, not speak with camera. you. Right? I have a camera on my front porch. He didn't come to my house. Oh, I believe you. I just want oh. them to be able okay. to, to contact uh, Rami and talk with him. It's really bad to lie. I'm like, Andre, I have one other question. I heard you talking about sidewalks. Um, last uh, summer, I allowed the um, workers to come to my door to ask if they could dig up my pipe to see if I had. Um, copper to make sure we didn't have the flint situation. Mm -hmm. And I had all new plumbing and I said, okay, I'll let you. And he promised not to wreck my grass because he had all new bad recently. And I let him. And then when I came back, they broke my whole sidewalk and it's been all like, it's not even like just little cracks. It's all like tumbled in. And I, I didn't report it because they said the city will fix it. So is that going to be fixed by the city? Because I didn't report it, or should I put in a picture? So um, again, Susie, take the address, and then um, well, Susie will follow up if you CC me on there to make sure we get the ball taken care of. You're welcome. Anything else? I just want to ask for Thank you. Is there anyone else that wants to speak? Yeah. I'm not seeing any hands raised at the moment. Okay. I will close a uh, public comment and we'll move into the action request. First one's up is for the uh, fiscal year 21-22 budget amendments. Mayor and Council, every year um, we do budget amendments twice a year we try to do them in January and then we'll do them once again in June before the end of the fiscal year to clean up anything that we're either over or under where we can um, take money and move it somewhere else uh, these are our budget amendments that um, were at our actuals as of December 31st and to amend them as of February and is there any questions on any of them do these, a lot of these deal with the questions that I was asking? Yes, they do. Okay. If you look on page um, 101 under elections, You'll see that the actual of December 31st, 2021 was 33,994. I amended it to 33,994, anticipating that we're not going to have any elections until after the fiscal year. Any other questions? Yeah, okay. Yeah, I have a question. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, oh, Just two. What is C page 100? What is CDBG? Community development block grants. So that's money. We get money from the county. Um, a lot of times we approve uh, we approve an agreement with them, and most of it is like um, if we have a senior luncheon, we can um, file the receipts, and there's different things we have to file, which is kind of sometimes lengthy, but um, you can file that, and then we get money back from the county for it. And one more. 2797 California. So the capital expenditure, I saw that that got amended up to from fifty thousand up to a hundred thousand. Um, I think we were paying seventy five dollars a piece for them. So at fifty thousand dollars, that would be six hundred and sixty seven stop boxes, and we're only doing a total of three hundred and fifteen at the most. So I'm not quite sure how that number jumped up the way that it did. Okay, you all go ahead. I was like, oh. Yeah, so I, I don't um, know if you, I mean, we, we happen to have Scott in the room too, so he might be able to help address that too. I don't know. Sure well, I was going to say, I don't know if Susie talked to him or not, but I talked to Susie about the projects and that. And she says that they've been doing quite a bit of work ahead of time. 
or more work ahead. So she told me to raise it to 50,000, but it'll probably come back down. Right, I mean, because I thought the same thing. We were doing, we did a little bit more than what we thought we were going Correct. to do, but, but still, even if we did, you know, we're only doing 315, so that would be a total of $25,000. And that wasn't something I knew exactly yeah. figure to, okay. but I knew we were going to be, um, we were already over the 50,000 because we were at 51,000 in December. So yeah. with the spring coming up, I didn't know how many more they were going to do. Okay, and then similar question with the fire hydrant. That's the I, same. Yeah, because I know we, we budgeted 40, we did 47. I think we're still planning on doing some more over the winter. So that would be the, okay. I think that's all I have. Any further discussion? Page 99. Under administration, that's up 129,138. What is that covering? That is um, a lot of that. Well, let me go back to the page that is administration. There's fringes in there and um, we've had a couple of people leave that we've had to pay out vacations, uh, personal time, things like that. And some of them had quite big uh, balances on the, on the books that we had to pay out. So, okay. and when we pay that instead of taking out a salary, because it's vacation and personal time and comp time, I take it out of the fringes. Okay. Any further discussion? And none, roll call, please. We did the motion. We need no, a motion. No. Oh, we need a motion to accept the, uh, where are we at? Oh, to uh, act request for consideration for approval of the F. Fiscal year 21-22 budget amendments. I'll make a motion to approve the fiscal year 21-22 budget amendments. Second. It's been moved and second. Is there any further discussion? Hearing none, roll call, please. Mayor Pro Tem Cantor? Yes. Councilmember Kanez? Yes. Councilmember Miller? Yes. Mayor Garrett? Yes. Councilmember Jennings? Yes. Motion carried. Thank you. Next uh, action request for consideration of approval will be the excuse me, the bid recommendation for the 2022 pavement reconstruction program. Hello, Mayor and Council. So uh, as you know, we're just about ready to uh, begin our 2022 uh, pavement reconstruction program. Uh, on let's see, on February 15th, uh, we received uh, we received five bids uh, for the pavement reconstruction program, um, and uh, enclosed enclosed is the bid recommendation for your review. Uh, the city engineer is recommending that we go with asphalt specialist, which I have a typo in there. I'm sorry. Oh, that number right off the top of your head. It's two million four hundred ninety-four thousand six hundred twenty-eight and twenty cents. This is the one that you sent us the update. Yes, I'm sorry, I uh, used the previous memo for my. Just say my one more time, there, well, It's two million four hundred ninety-four thousand six hundred twenty-eight dollars and twenty cents. Thank you. I want to make the motion. I'd like to make a motion to accept the pavement reconstruction. Construction program bid with the removal of Meadowbrook Way. Is there a second? Okay. Is there a move and second in discussion? Can, can you repeat the, the motion? Yes, I make a motion to accept the 2022 pavement reconstruction program bids with the removal of Meadowbrook Way. That's the dirt road to Jalen that was discussed at the is there any uh, discussion around it? Hearing none, roll call, please. Council Member Kinnis. Yes. Oh, Council yes, with the removal. Council Member Miller? Yes. Mayor Garrett? No. Council Member Jennings? No. Mayor Pro Tem Cantor? No. Motion denied. I'd like to make a motion to approve the. Uh, 2022 pavement reconstruction program as noted. Need a second? Second. 
It's been moved and second. Is there any discussion? Hearing none, roll call, please. Mayor Pro Tem Cantor? Yeah. Councilmember Canez? Councilmember Miller? No. Mayor Garrett? Yes. Councilmember Jennings? Yes. Motion carried. Thank you. Wait, yeah. what is, how did that vote? She voted yes. She voted yes. Next on the agenda. Can I make one comment on that? Let's go on. Uh, I just, sure. just wanted to make one, one comment. Uh, um, the, um, the accepted bid came in about $181,000 lower than what our actual estimate was, um, which was similar to what happened uh, for the 2021 program. And it's also the same vendor from 2021, which, which we were satisfied with the work and also uh, work well with and you know I, I know that there were some issues with, that we worked with them towards the end of the, the construction season that they were going to fix in the upcoming year so um so it's, it's, it's a good deal all around so far so thank you um next action um request for consideration of approval of the batch billing for the underbuild one and a half inch water custom roof okay uh, as you're all aware, um, we've been discussing the, the back billing for the one and a half water customers um, who've been underbilled over the course of the last few years um, as a result of four digit reads as opposed to five digit reads. Um, the, estimate, uh, the estimated back billing water customers will, uh, it is estimated that back billing water customers will result in recovering approximately 130,000. I wasn't sure if there was any action that anyone wanted to take about this. Yeah, I'll, I'll make a motion to instruct the city treasurer to begin the backfilling program for the one and a half inch water meter customers who were underbilled due to the uh, four digit meter reads, uh, Roni's four digit meter reading, reads. And as part of this program, ask that these customers be uh, backfilled by applying the underbilled units against the lowest uh, uh, water rate in effect during the time period. And that consistent, well, and then um, that these res residents be permitted to enter into a monthly repayment program uh, for a maximum of two years if their total load is under $2,000 and three years if it's over, over $2,000. Second. Second. It's been moved and second. Is there any discussion? And none. Roll call, please. Councilmember Miller? No. Mayor Garrett? Yes. Councilmember Jennings? Yes. Mayor Pro Tem Cantor? Yes. Councilmember Canez? Yes. Motion carried. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Next up is the, the updated study session start time. Yes. So uh, back at your meeting in December, you approved your meeting schedule, uh, which indicated that study sessions were to begin at 6 p.m. Uh, Unfortunately or fortunately, however you would like to look at that, you've had a lot to discuss in those study sessions. Uh, so the interim city administrators uh, have suggested officially moving that start time to be 5.30 to allow yourselves a little bit more time. Uh, so we're asking you to consider changing the start time of the study sessions to 5.30. I'd like to make a motion. I'll make a motion to amend the city council study session scheduled to reflect at earlier start time of 5.30 p.m. Is there a second? Second. It's been moved and second. Is there uh, any discussion around it? I do think that it makes a hardship um, on people that have a full-time job. Absolutely. Um, if they get off at five o'clock, this I mean, because the way the world is going back to normal, um, going to an actual office and trying to get here by five thirty. Um, the original from the twelve years like eleven years I've been here has been the five thirty was the actual dinner time, and then six o'clock was the actual study session time, where. I mean, you can kind of get your things together at that time. Personally, I think if you read your packet and you are prepared at six o'clock, you're ready to go. That's just my thoughts. Well, what if what if we what if we did something different and and uh, started the study session at six and started the council meeting at seven thirty? I'm is that or no? No, the yeah. time of the meeting is not premature. I mean, I'm fine with that. I just think that that's a hardship going forward if you change it to five thirty. 
that's just not the way of the world anymore of people working from nine to five or eight to five and trying to get here. It's also not convenient for residents. <clears throat> yeah. So what if we did, what if we changed the motion to, to start it at, as I said, start at six and then start that conference at 7.30? Um, yeah, well, <laughs> or you we need to squash the, the you have to squash right. this motion right. and then um, right. that's not where to be squash, obviously. So, so this motion has to be. It could be a modification. Someone could offer a modification. Okay. Okay. So I'll, I'll move to modify the, the motion to start uh, study sessions at 6 p.m. with the council meeting starting at 7.30. Second. So it's been moved and second. Is there any discussion around that? Hearing none, roll call, please. Mayor Garrett. Yes. Councilmember Jennings. Yes. Mayor Pro Tem Cantor? Yes. Councilmember Kinez? Yes. Councilmember Miller? Yes. Motion carried. Thank you. Um, that looks like that's the end of our action request. Next is the city administrator's report. <clears throat> Mayor Council, just want to report that the graffiti on along 11 Mile has been uh, cleaned up uh, as fast as they can. And so we're glad that they were able to do that for us. And due to the cold weather, it took a little longer than I expected. Thank you. <clears throat> Excuse me. We also have gotten uh, copies of additional proposals for the generator. So we now have three. Uh, we, I've gone through these extensively and spoke to the other city administrators. And uh, it looks like we're going to go with Detroit Electric. It seems to be an all-inclusive plan. And uh, I think we'll do a great job for us. I have two things, um, Mayor and Council. The first thing is we have hired a new person for a front counter. Um, she will be starting on March 14th, as long as everything goes good with her um, physical and then also her background check. So those are the two things. She has signed the um, conditional offer of employment. The other thing we're having problems with is finding a city clerk. Um, every city clerk we've talked or every, we've interviewed, every, all the city clerks we've interviewed, they have turned it down for one reason or, or another. And most of them are turning it down because of our benefits here. Their um, other cities have better benefits than we do, or they, um, I don't know how else to put it, but they're just, <laughs> I, mean, I don't know if it's compensation package that they're turning it down. And so um, we're kind of at a standstill. I mean, we have it out there still. We haven't gotten any more applications or anything. So we don't know um, how you want us to go from here. Well, it sounds like we need to um, discuss the benefit package. Size compensation is not package that's changed for all city workers. Sure. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, couldn't we have MML do a, a benefits benefits uh, analysis like they did for us before with with can we do that salary? Or was it about two years ago? Can they? Do, I mean, I'm sure they can do a benefit yeah. packet. And I think they. I do mean, have, um, something. I think you can go online and get something because I know every year we're supposed to submit our benefits and everything. Online. So I'm not sure if they have that or we can pull that. So four offers went out, four people declined, and now no one's applying. Correct. I mean, could we, I, I mean, potentially raise the salary associated with, I mean, we need to get a car. The salary seems a little low. You say it seems a little low? It seems a little low. Yeah, I mean, could we, could we raise the salary maybe 10 grand or up to 10 grand and go back and reoffer down the line in our order of our preference? I think you also need to have I it. I'll open it up to you. You may not have had anybody apply because of the salary price. Okay. okay. Readjust. Yeah, yeah readjust. I, I think we also need, if you can call it um, MML about the benefit package, because I think you're going to run into the same situation with the city manager search. We also have a new police officer starting tomorrow. Uh, Paul Chikinski is a retiree. He did 20 years for the city of Beverly Hills, and he starts tomorrow.
last but not least, I mean, obviously, none of us are really wearing masks except for you know, program canter, uh, but with uh, Oakland County's health department waiving the mask Absolutely. requirement, <laughs> uh, we feel it's appropriate to also uh, remove that requirement from visitors of City Hall. Thank you. City Attorney. Thank you. Boards, commissions, committees, SACWA, quarterly reports first. Quarterly report is in the packet. Um, also, there is going to be a rate hike. Um, Great Lakes Water Authority proposed a 3.4% water rate increase effective July 1st, 2022. And uh, our increase will be a little bit lower than that um, and we will be getting more information on that and again that will be effective July 1st. Um, they went look at <clears throat> their uh, Great Lakes Water Authority board is looking for a new CEO that search has taken a lot longer than they had hoped that it would. Um, Highland Park uh, there are some issues with Highland Park owing quite a bit of money, and they're still working on that. And there was a 48-inch main break in Farmington Hills, and they are using a new process to um, repair that. They're also looking into um, using robots for some of the uh, some of the um, work that's that's being done. They're looking at a couple of different companies. Uh, they had a decrease in revenue, mostly due to lower than planned water sales in, in Bloomfield Hills and Bloomfield Township. Um, there was also a, a decrease in expenses. Uh, they talked about uh, multiple grants that are available. We uh, have actually taken advantage of a couple of them. Um, there are a couple of others that we still might be able to uh, be involved with. I'm not sure who does that. I mean, typically, I'm I take the lead on most grants. Okay. Is there a specific one that you are? Uh, there's a local government critical infrastructure planning grant. Uh, we we I, look, I did look into that one because that looks super exciting compared to what we're yeah what we've got going on. That is for planning. Um, I literally doing the plans that have already that we already have, we have in place. Done. Yep, we've already done. So okay. I know. I was okay. Yep. Okay. Uh, one that we have already received was the. I think it's DRAM, it's the distribution water. Yeah, the H, 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 uh, back in the Yes. Yes. And then there's a couple of other ones that may, we might be able to uh, take part in, um, may cost us $3,000 per community to get things going, but then there should be some other additional funding um, that will be available. Um, that was it. Yeah, I think the um, it's in the news anyway. The DLWA you know indicated that the three point four percent rate increase was pretty much solely due to Highland Park yeah. and the fact that they owe something like sixty million dollars in water and and almost equal in sewer. Yeah, it's 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 pretty high. Yeah. Well, there was a closed session, so I yeah. can't discuss the details. But um, yeah, 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 it was, it was all over the news. So. Um, anything from Sakura? What are the reports? Yeah, but half my package is probably not printed. And the report is uh, obviously in your packet. Oh. <laughs> uh, there is also going to be uh, a rate increase that goes into effect uh, July 1. I want to say it's close to around four percent. Um, we should be getting final final numbers here in the next month or so. 
Um, they do have some pretty, um, I think this is where they were talking about the robots. They do have some new robots for sorting. Uh, they're looking into two different, uh, two different systems, um, really trying to figure out uh, which one is going to be the best. Um, there has been a lower amount of uh, recycling appointments. Uh, they have them open. People just really aren't taking advantage of them. Um, so they're looking to figure out a way to better utilize this. I mean, they have been understaffed, you know, they've, like everyone else, um, hit by COVID. So um, they're looking to, to see those um, recycling numbers increase as we move into the spring months, um, working on obviously hazardous material drop off. Um, Troy has an interesting program that I'm like to do a bit more research on. They actually bring um, dumpsters. They've done an assessment of what materials are the most recycled in their community. And um, they have, so for Troy, it's been cardboard. And so what they've done is they've had additional, they've brought in additional dumpsters for like a weekend um, to do additional drop-offs. So um, just considering doing something, something along those lines, gathering some information from Sakra to see what, what materials are most, most needed and perhaps that's something that we can look to do in the summer. Thank you. Yep. Anything else from boards, commissions, or committees? Yes. I would just like to um, let Susie and Councilwoman Miller know that when you get the rates, I would like to get those as soon as I can because I do have to work on the budget. So, and I will need those rates. Thanks. Um, I will say for uh, Planning Commission, we are, um, they have been discussing electric vehicle charging stations. Um, and they are, um, we're going to be having a public hearing probably in April for, um, for that ordinance, for the amendment to the ordinance to include electric vehicle charging stations. So right. that'll be coming before you in a few months. Okay. Thank and you, Colleen. Um, any unfinished or new business? We'll go to public comments. This is um, open to speak about, um, I guess, anything. And you have three minutes to speak. This discussion is just where you can let us, let the council know or ask your questions. But please know it's not a uh, dialogue. Um, between the council and the public. The council can respond during council comments. We have anybody? There's no one left in the other room. So anyone online uh, just needs to raise their hand. Thank you. Okay, those public comments, um, mayor and council comments. The um, one thing, um, there was a function this weekend um, at City Hall, and the one thing that was noted is that we need to um, start looking into parking, oh, parking, painting the lines in the parking lot. Um, so it's not a free-for-all for however, for parking. Um, I think that's really all I have. I'll try to think of something else. I have, just so you know, I have brought that up um, to uh, Scott Wrangler um, and asked him to help uh, give me some costs on, on what it would be to resurface because the, this was also brought up at the DDA meeting um, last month and they, uh, it looks kind of, yeah, like what can we do? So um, Scott and I are working to come up with some numbers um, and a good way forward for that. Oh, and also um, I was contacted about Michigan First, the parking lot um, that is the light that's coming on the backside of Red River. They're not turning it off at night and causing a glare into residents' homes. I will have a conversation with them about that. Thank you. I think that's all that I have. Council members, comments. I have a question, Susie, it's probably for you. What is OC Navigator Open? The Oakland County Navigator Program to be rebranded as not the Navigator Program, but something different to be determined, I don't know what. Um, that, uh, I think I mentioned this very briefly in December. So Oakland County 
has allocated approximately $3 million in funding of their of Oakland County funding uh, to establish what they called at the time a navigator program. And this, in, it, this is a group of eight individuals that are embedded in eight, other, eight communities throughout Oakland County um, for the purposes of serving as a, a business connection point for small micro businesses that are predominantly uh, of underserved populations. So um, they, there's not yet been an announce, an official announcement by um, the county executive, uh, which I understand will be taking place in the next couple of weeks. Uh, they will be having an, an open house um, to launch their program. There are no details at this point. Um, may I query Southern? Oh, on my report, yeah. Um, <laughs> like, I don't recall putting anything. So, so they're still under Fireside Friday. So, I that sounded like that sounded familiar, but the other one, yeah, that sounded, yeah. Sorry, I, um, yeah, so we're still working out those details. Originally, it was going to be like the day of the announcement. And so, they're, I'm letting them work their work their communications out, but it will be, um, it will be available and open. Open to everyone. Um, I'll let you all know when when it's been scheduled. Um, I've asked that it ha it happens here. Um, I know they there there is uh, embedded staff in Southfield, so they're like, oh, we should do it at Southfield. I prefer to have it in Lathrop Village. Um, so we'll be working on those details. Is there a community? It could be in the community room. It could be depending on the weather and when they end up having it. it be, maybe we have it outside. Perhaps we have it at Michigan First um, at the Mint. Um, there's the options are endless. So ignore it. So the ignore it for now, right? I think that was that was when they we had an, a, a more defined idea, but not defined. So, and I forgot to say that also the state of the city. Um, is uh, I was told March 16th, but from what I was told today from Councilman Jennings is that it's March 23rd. And so I'm hoping that you all can tell us what day it really is. I'm going on a limb and I'm gonna say it's the 23rd. I did call okay. and I left a message with their executive director to please confirm the date. Um, and because we had two different stories and asked it is on their website that says March 23rd, right. but I have an email for March 16th. So I guess that's TBD. Correct. Okay. Um, I would like to know um, if any person would like to attend, please let me know as soon as possible because I believe uh, table sale, tables and tickets are um, closing tomorrow or the day after. So a rather quick turnaround. Yeah. Can you oh no, I'm just saying. You get the, once you confirm the day. Okay. Yeah, sir. Just put me down. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, I yes, I, I've I've also asked them if they need anything additional for your comments too. So I'll let you know. Thank you. Thank you. Any other council uh, comments? Yeah. Just have an update from overtime training. Uh, dear council member Karen Miller, we are eager to be begin our partnership and take the next steps towards introducing our programs to the residents of Lathrop Village. As outlined in our initial proposal, the primary goal of this partnership will be to offer quality basketball opportunities to aspiring athletes with the purpose of helping them gain the confidence and discipline needed to fulfill their potential. Additionally, we intend to incorporate valuable life skills into each program to better prepare players for the challenges they may encounter off the court as student athletes. After careful thought, we believe the programs listed below would be a great addition to your Parks and Rec program and can be beneficial to all players from all genders, skill levels, and ambitions. Um, they would do introductory basketball classes, co-ed grades K through four, youth basketball classes, co-ed grades five through eight, a youth basketball league, which would be co-ed grades, uh, ages maybe five through 16, I'm not sure, grades five through 16, maybe it's college, I'm not sure. 
uh, and seasonal basketball camps that would also be co-ed. Um, at this point, they're looking for a temporary place. I'm trying to work with um, at Bernie Middle School or South Lathrop High School, um, and you know, they would like to offer be able to offer this to our residents. Thank you. Is there any other um, council comments? I do have something minor. Sure. Uh, I just wanted to thank uh, the administration or Lathrop for uh, their Black History facts, staying consistent with those uh, throughout the entire month of February. That's all I have. Thank um, anything else? Otherwise, I would uh, take a motion for adjournment. Motion to adjourn. Okay, this is the second I'll be good. Second. <laughs> We're adjourned. Have a great night.